Lord God of the nations, we have seen the star of your glory rising in splendor. The radiance of your incarnate word pierces the darkness that covers the earth and signals the dawn of peace and justice. Make radiant the lives of your people with that same brightness and beckon all the nations to walk as one in your light. We ask this through Jesus Christ, your word made flesh, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit and the splendor of eternal light, God forever and ever. Amen. The prophet Isaiah proclaims the light shining in the darkness of the world. Regardless of the dark challenges life in this world presents, the radiance of God permeates all corners. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Arise, shine, for your life has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather, they all come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice, because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you, the wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you, the young camels of Midian and Ephah, all those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall pro- proclaim the praise of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God has revealed his son to the Gentiles. God can use any and all possibilities creation offers to reveal himself to diverse people. Reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, surely you have already heard of the commission of God's grace that was given me for you and how the mystery was made known to me by revelation. In former generations, this mystery was not made known to humankind, as it has now been revealed to his apostles and prophets by the Spirit. That is, the Gentiles have become fellow heirs, members of the same body, and sharers in the promise in Jesus Christ through the gospel. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
The Lord be with you. And with, with your spirit. spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory, Glory to you, Lord. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we have observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler, who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men, and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go, and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage." When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its arising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Lord Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ. Two things I have to thank you for this morning already. The first one is that when Jackie read from the letter to the Galatians, surely, you didn't answer, don't call us surely. I'm I'm just grateful for that. And the other thing I'm grateful for is the way we sang together the psalm. That psalm is a powerfully joyful hymn of victory and that's what you made it sound like a hymn of victory and I appreciate that that lifts us up in worship that lifts us up in prayer gives us hope so thank you the epiphany story in the gospel according to Matthew It's a story that isn't, it's not factual. Now please, don't go back to your home parish or join another parish and said, he said Matthew's gospel was a lie. That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) This story in Matthew's gospel is not fact. It's mystery. 
There's truth, but it's not factual truth. Think about the traditions we have about the epiphany. We say that there were three kings. Well, they weren't kings because, well, that's just not who they were. Magi is a better word or astronomer is better because there's a sense of mystery about these travelers. And who said there were three of them? There's nothing in the gospel that says there were three. Now we've gotten used to saying the three wise men or the three astrologers because it makes sense. It seems to fit with the gifts they bring. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Remember when Joan Rivers used to do the thing about you brought myrrh to a baby shower? Get out of here. <laughs> There's no way to say that there were three. It's not in that gospel text. They were astronomers. They were they were wisdom seekers. They were looking for something that they couldn't find in their own experience. I wonder if that doesn't make them similar to us. We don't always find what we're looking for in the things we experience in our lives. The important thing in the story, I think, these magi, these astronomers, they were visitors. They were strangers from a strange place. They weren't circumcised Jewish people sharing our Jewish background. No, they were strangers and foreigners. And everything we, we read in, in the, the Hebrew scripture said, that's an anomaly that strangers would come and worship our God. This speaks to the early church experience of the Gentiles, the non-Jews, the strangers coming to embrace Jesus as the Christ. So the important thing in this story is that they were strangers. They were Gentiles. They were foreigners. And everything we were ever taught about foreigners, keep them at a distance, this story says no. God brings them in. Somebody gave me a, a, a mask that says, not them and us, just us. Not them and us, just us. The other thing I find significant in this story, the gifts. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The gathering hymn we sang, We Three Kings of Orient Are, describes those gifts and what they mean. Gold indicates our belief that this Jesus is king. And what's that mean? When we say that Jesus is king, Jesus directs our lives. 
What do you think it means? Frankincense. Incense is a gift for God. We light incense and the smoke rises to God. The aroma rises to God. Are we saying that this Jesus is God? Are we saying that we worship Jesus as the very Son of God and myrrh? I can still hear Joan Rivers saying, you brought myrrh to a baby shower? Myrrh is preparation for burial. What does it say about Jesus that we would bring myrrh? What does it say about his destiny and his relationship with us in the church, in the world? you leave church today upset and tell people that that crazy priest, he told us the epiphany story was a lie. I can't deny it, we're on film. <laughs> but I will remind you that it's not historical fact, but it's mystery. The mystery upon which we build our lives of faith. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.